see it? You see it? I know you see it. Uh. Signs of intelligent life, mosquito nets repel and effortless bites. Look at the night, nice, we look alike. They want a slice of your dreams. Even Christ took a knife for the team, so swing. Yeah, I just come around to help like Batman utility belt all by myself with the world on my delts. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Holy Commutes podcast. You're on the National Wiffle Network, Holy Commutes, the only place to get your morning Wiffle Ball podcast daily um, in podcast form on the Wiffle Ball. So I'm one of your co-hosts, Trent Steffes, along with me, Austin Steffes. Austin, hello. Hello, Trent. Morning to you. Good morning. It is UWIF week, and uh, don't have to tell you. Don't have to, probably don't have to tell the listener, but um, it's UWIF week. We're leaving in just a few days. It's Tuesday as we record this. You and I leave on Friday morning with the team. Very excited for that. It is very exciting. It came up very quick, like we were talking about last week as well, too. And I'm just so excited to see see the tournament happen once again, just unfold, see everyone, uh, just the atmosphere of it all, and see all these matchups happen and, and see all this all this great wiffle ball. Yeah, and uh, w- the way that uh, UWIF week is kicking off here is that uh, we had the, the team draw last night where uh, all the teams were randomly selected via a wheel online and uh, put into their place on the bracket, and so we have the official brackets. And so what we're going to do today is go through, and each of us has five matchups that we're looking forward to, and we'll give some reasons on that. And uh, yeah, so again, last night they did the division draw. It was uh, myself, Danny Lanigan were there as well, but it was hosted by Food Man and Texas Tim. They did a great job. I think it went pretty well. And uh, we have our bracket set here. So we're going to get this started, Austin. Go ahead and uh, let me know what's your what's the first matchup you're looking forward to. And uh, this is going to be first round games. So the first round of the brackets. Yeah, first round here, not predicting any second round matchups or anything. So. Yeah, and we're not predicting games here either. Not we're just at telling, all. We're just, just, games we're just trying to give storylines for what's going yeah. on. Games are just looking out for, just giving some just quick hits of players and just teams I'm generally like not rooting for, but just looking at. All right, so we got the Meats versus WSEM Dream Team, and very excited for this matchup as we were talking about small po- Smallpox last podcast. Um Seeing what he's done, I'm excited. Might go first game. We'll see what happens there. Got Jimmy Cole also, and he is always hitting and hitting hard. And I think he's going to be coming out big in that first matchup. They're going to want to take down WSM. So um, when you also add in Kyle and Ryan Bush, it's going to be it's going to be fun to see WSM and they take on WSM. And it's going to be fun to see the meets. Mm-hmm. They take on WSEM, and I'm feeling, I don't know who's going to start. Maybe Craig Skinner. Um, I don't know. Who, who do you think could go in that matchup? I was contemplating this. Um, I, I could see them trying to make a big statement with Skinner right off the bat. That Skinner. could be cool. Yeah. Skinner, maybe Caden. We, we'll see. Maybe he's more of a relief or two or three pitcher for them. Mm-hmm. So um, I think it's going to be a big first game, and it's going to send... Either team, very interesting direction, so... Don't know who I'll have but here, but I, I got a feeling the meets might take it, so... Yeah, that's going to be a nice matchup. I know that there's, uh, obviously, WSEM and Midwest team there, and you got the New York meets, who are solidly East Coast, besides a few players, so... Interesting little matchup there, and a lot of NWLA tournament uh, vets and great NWLA tournament players in that one, too. Mm-hmm. And, uh, alright, so, for me, the first 
game I'm going to be looking out for from bracket E is the Whippets versus the Longballs. And the Whippets are the only team that ended up in the Final Four both years of UWIF so far. So I think that's pretty impressive. And then, um, you know, you can look at this team and say they arguably got better because they kept their core three of Mokabe, Randy Dalby, and Pete Tayton. And then they added um, Jim Ballion and Sylvie. And Sylvie's a huge player. He was on Fuego last year. And Ballion has national championship cred to him. So you take this team that's been, you know, probably one of the most solid teams throughout this entire tournament's history. Uh, you know, UWIF, not NCT. And they arguably got better. So that's one thing I want to see. And then um, on the other side, you got Ridley Park and you got the long balls who are always really fun to watch. And I know that T- Tommy Loftus is listed on the roster. I'm not sure if he's going to be there. So if he's there, it's going to be great to see. If not, I think they can still get some stuff done because they got Knockbar, D- Donigan, Pollig, and Harshaw. And so I'm just really excited to see all those guys play. Um, the long balls, I know they had a really solid year in MAW. And so, you know, it's uh, Ridley Park's always fun to watch. And I'm going to talk, talk about the other Ridley Park team later, but... Uh, there's a Ridley, or one of the other Ridley ones, but yeah, there's a reason Ridley Park is always really fun to watch, and so that's why they're on here. I always think they have a chance to make a run, especially the Long Balls team. Yeah. I really just like, especially when Tommy's there, I think they just have, have always had a good chance, and I always feel like I'm thinking they, they have a good good chance to win the tournament, so. Yeah. Yes, next I got uh, MLW All-Stars versus the CCW Skull Crushers, and I think this is going to be... Um, Interesting to see the Darling MLW team take on uh, defending NWLA tournament champions and CCW, who we see start for MLW will be interesting as well, too. I mean, they could go a lot of different options. It's going to be interesting to see how they kind of form this team with what they have. They have a lot of different arms they could go with. Um, they could go with Cratch or uh, Jimmy Norb, Kyle Schultz could pitch, Nick Saylor. I mean, Nick Saylor, I mean, Nick Saylor. It's, Nick Saylor might be their ace, man. Yeah. Um, not knowing exactly, cause I, I didn't get to see much of their games last year and I, I don't know if there's much video I, that I've seen on it, but just being able to see them for a second year and see them again and watching more closely this year, I think it'll be really, really fun to watch. And then, um, just on the Skull Crusher side, see what Bre- Brendan Dudas and the team that took on NWLA and won it, see what they can do against, against this field this year and see if they can make their statement and win both national championships. Or... Hey, that's not out of the realm it's, it's of possibility, not the realms, man. Yeah. The way that Werner was pitching at NWLA and the way that Will Smithy has been playing overall and can pitch, um, I, this uh, there's no – and just they, they can all hit up and down. I know they had a really – they struggled a lot last year, and so that's why a lot of people uh, kind of nationally are kind of down on them. But, you know, you look at this roster up and down, and I don't know. There's This is a pretty good team, so we'll see how that – translates out there so mm-hmm. definitely gonna yeah. be a tough out i think yeah uh definitely gonna be a great game to watch though a lot of clout in that matchup too a lot of social media implications uh with that one all right so from bracket another one from bracket e for me and it's gonna be the keggers versus the risers this was the default matchup because these were the last two teams left on the wheel and so it these two teams fell all the way they had to wait and i think they waited and they found out that they're gonna have a tough matchup Right at the beginning, because you got the new school risers who, like, despite never being part of any sort of preseason hype or anything, you know, because when you talk about MAW, you have Earl and the Jugs and Voodoo and all these, 
you know, blue chip teams. And then he even got the Stompers and the Yaks, you know, those guys who always, who are always there. You know, a team that I feel like kind of gets thrown under the radar a lot is, uh, the new school risers. Uh, but this team is just so freaking good. Dave Capabianco, so freaking good. And he had an amazing year last year. And I know he's had a good year this year too. So, uh, to have him or just to see him out there is going to be great as well. And they're bringing Jerry Hill and Chris Owen as well from their regular roster. But then they went out and added Bull and Potter, Dan Potter, from the York Yaks, who are not playing this year. And I think that makes that core three, because that core three is basically all they run in MAW. They usually play with, like, three players. Mm -hmm. And so to add two complementary pieces like that, you know, Dan Potter's one of the best fielders in the country. He's also an amazing hitter. Uh, Gerard Bull's just as good a hitter. So it's like, uh, this team got really good. And so I think this is, I think again, it's going to be a team that's not going to get a lot of pre-tournament hype, although they could end up making a run, especially in their part of the bracket. I mentioned this last night on the, on the draw, their bracket is like somebody can come out of that half of the bracket that nobody thought of going into the tournament and they're going to be there right at the sweet 16. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be interesting. No doubt about that. And then on the other side of that, you got the keggers who are, uh, you know, you got Grant Miller and Mike Hogan who go out and play ML or MAW a lot. They're great fast pitch players. KWL is always a force at NWA tournament. Yeah. Um, they have Nate Thompson going out there who's a perennial kegger. And then, like we mentioned last week, Brendan Baranowski, one of the most exciting players to watch in MLW both ways, especially one of the best pitchers. He had a huge scoreless streak this year. This team is gonna, this team is good and this team is set up to, to make, I think this team is set up to turn some heads if they can manage it correctly because they said in their team write-up that Hogan and Miller are battling some injuries. So if they can manage this correctly and like limit those guys to just an inning or two a game and then have Brendan do most of the heavy lifting, I don't know. They have the bats. We faced them last year. They have the bats and the potential to do to do a lot. And uh, I think if he can find it, he'll be their clear workhorse and what yeah. they'll need because he's a fresh young arm. Something that this team didn't have. They were riding kind of Grant last year and Mike Hogan. Mm -hmm. Both great pitchers, but just kind of just pitched so many innings and just over time it just really adds up. So I really think, I mean, just adding, I, I think they have a good chance to make. It's a team I'm really, really excited to see and have a close eye on. Yeah, it's going to be sure. a great matchup. And the great guys, so. Yep, so in my third matchup to look out for, I am going with the Gas House Gorillas versus the Stompers. Mm. And um, Gas House Gorilla is a new team kind of formed uh, different variations of players. Um, particularly interested to see Rob Sutton, um, pitcher that looks to be their number one. I think he's going to be, I don't know how if he's more of a fireballer or what type of pitcher he is. I was just reading the write-up write up and just looking at that and then just think they will ride him. And then uh, also Jimmy Flynn, who, yeah. who is on the meets. In Correct. 2020. 2020, yeah. yeah. Also high cheese in mm -hmm. uh, MAW. Solid hitter and fielder. Um, he can pitch too, I think. Yeah, he can pitch too. And it's just someone that I've always just kind of seen um, near the top of like MAW hitting wise and and always performing out at these tournaments. So um, they take on the Stompers and really excited to see Colin Prentice, Bryce Clark, Geno Smith, Nate Cruz. Um what a team that is. I th uh, adding Colin Prentice and then just already having Bryce Clark, who looks like a machine out there, and uh, Gino Smith, Gino Joseph. Did I say Gino Smith? Yeah. <laughs> Gino Joseph. Sorry. No, you can. Uh, 
Yes. Uh, just a team where they have, I mean, three solid one, 1A, one 1B, one and C pitchers, and I think they could go a really long way, maybe even making Elite Eight or Final Four at some point. So, Yeah, this is a team, uh, they're going to be sneaky good. They've had a great year, a great summer in MAW. Um, all year they've been right there at the end of tournaments, just being dominant all around. This is a really great team. This team reminds me a lot of the 2021 20, Jugs, and not in that they had the same amount of like preseason or like uh, regular season and postseason success as the Jugs did that year, but that they've been playing together all year and they've been playing at a high level together all year. They were in it every 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 MAW tournament. It's exactly, <laughs> and just the fact that they did that all together, they know how to get through a tournament together because yeah. they've been doing it all summer. So that thing is that's the kind of like intrinsic thing that's that they're going to have that most other teams probably aren't going to have. You know, despite that despite that rule, you know, despite the qualifying rule this year, you know, a lot of teams just did a one-off thing. You don't see a lot of high-level league teams mm-hmm. still. Them, Jugs, like, among the top teams yeah. that are... You you could, if they wanted, you, it wouldn't... You'd be like, yeah, they've been playing at a high level all year together. So it right. makes sense. Chemistry chemistry is a big thing. Yeah, I'm excited to see the, how the Stompers go. Yeah. All right, so for my next matchup out of the A bracket, it is going to be C4 versus the Tigers and uh, the Wiffle Tigers out of Tokyo. And, um, you know, C4, obviously very good. They got Steffi and Norris, along with Ty and Packer, who are two really great fielders and hitters. And, I mean, Ty's a great pitcher, too. He's probably going to, I think Ty's probably going to be pitching this game, which is bad news for the Tigers because Ty's very good. And I don't think that this is the I don't think this is the matchup that you would want for the Tigers right off the bat because I don't think C four is going to take it easy on them. Not that anybody should because it's a you know tournament, but you know this could you know it could get out of hand pretty quickly and stay out of hand uh, for a while. So it's uh so but on the flip side, you know who knows who knows what we're gonna have. You know they're coming over here and they could end up being the best players at this tournament. How would we know? Um, because all we've seen is stuff on YouTube and them basically playing against themselves. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be their, their chance to really show what they've got against the, you know, probably one of the best two, two or three teams there. So, uh, for sure. it's, it's an insane first outing for, for the Wiffle Tigers. And it's mm-hmm. going to be great to see Tom out there with them. And then just, just to see the team just being there and in person is going to be wild. So yeah, that's basically why it's on there is just to see the Tigers, but yeah, I don't know. Again, a team that we we don't, we aren't really gonna know until what we see until we see it until we see it. Because I'm also it's like Tom can go out there and pitch amazing and yeah. keep them in 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 competitive game like and this. a couple well timed hits from them and then yeah. boom, yeah, you never know. So I I'm, I completely agree with you. Um, next matchup for me, I am going with the Phenoms versus Way Too Beautiful. Mm, this is gonna be a great matchup. Yes, I got a, a good feeling about this matchup and. Uh, way too beautiful side. Uh, obviously, the Skivvy Bros, Adam Millsy. Um, excited to see how this team kind of welds together. How they're how they're gonna look out there on the field. Be exciting to see if they started Sam in there. I think Sam's gonna start. I would love that. I was yeah. like thinking about it. I was like, I wonder who they're gonna go first. Hearing what you were talking about last last podcast, I was thinking about. It. I was like, maybe Sam. We'll see. I think that'd be great. I've been wanting to see Sam be able to get more pitching time too. Uh, at this tournament, ever since we played together in 2020. And then uh, on the Phenom side, obviously, can't pass up on seeing Jordan Robles and Vinley team up again with Pagano and Wood. Um, and Connor Young. And Connor Young. Uh, 
How could I forget? <laughs> mm-hmm. No, 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 not Kanye Young. Yes, Connor Young. He's on with Hank. No, he's not. Did he switch? Mm-hmm. When? This week. They announced it yesterday. Ah, mm-hmm. okay. So even more. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So that's news to me. <laughs> I just got back on Twitter to uh, get refreshed <laughs> with everything, and I guess hey, I missed a couple things. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about <laughs> it. Looking at the uh, team announcements. Some rosters have changed, so we'll kind of see what happens when everyone gets out there. But, uh, again, Connor Young, one of my favorite players to watch and electric players out there. So, yes. Makes I, an already must-watch team even more watchable. And a lot better and somehow if that team could have gotten better it adds another edge to just someone that could take a lot of the pitching for them so <laughs> interesting huh yeah yeah another final four watch there for the for sunday so your next matchup trent all right so my second to last matchup to watch here is going to be the from bracket d the cajuns versus the canes and uh on the cajuns you have they're a plw team from vegas and they're a very well established team uh, Andrew Ledette has been doing it for a while and, you know, he established his team a long time ago. I think I read over 20 years ago, which is wild. So it's cool to see them out here for this tournament and, uh, you know, going to be really nice to see a, 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 like a true blue PLW team out here too, playing in there. And, uh, you know, one of the, one of the players I, I'm most excited to see is James Stein. He oh, was on, uh, Erstine. He was on, uh, he was on Way Too Beautiful last year and he had a really solid tournament with them. And so, you know, he's going to get more of a, you know, I don't know, maybe more of a premier role here. So, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see what he can do. But just uh, just a PLW team out there because they play with cut ball all year as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, then you got the Canes, who are a mishmash team from all over. and But they have some really insane players. Ken Stengel, Devin Torres, Rob Longeru, Cam Smith, Cooper Ruckel. All five can pitch. I don't know who would get the start here. Maybe. My guess is that they go with Cam or Cooper. I don't I know. I don't think they. I wouldn't think they would throw Cooper in the first round. My I guess, guess is Cam. they go Cam just for solid. Yeah, even though I think he's their like most reliable number one. Like go. Mm-hmm. I think they go Cam. Yeah, that's that's one of the storylines that'll be really interesting all weekends. If they have, if they keep winning and stuff and stay in the tournament, it's going to be interesting to see how they manage that pitching staff because yeah, maybe Ken Stengel pitches this one. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but, I don't know. I'm just a big fan of like just throwing your best pitcher. Yeah, exactly. In the first game, because I mean, we've seen both the last tournaments that I was at, just amount of teams that who were could have made, they were trying to make their run, and they saved a pitcher, and they lost the first game, and then like either went zero and three, one and two, and changed their whole tournament. So mm-hmm. right. I don't know. I'm just you know we're going our one. I feel like everyone should just throw out their one, but obviously teams can do their. <laughs> Twos and threes are better than other ones. So. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. So so it, it you know it's but that's it's, that's gonna be the storyline for me. Yeah. All weekend for that Canes team is who's throwing because you know Cooper Ruckel always got saved by the teams he was on. Devin Torres probably always gets saved. Cam, you know, last year I think he got saved, and so it's gonna be who's gonna get saved and who's gonna be the workhorse. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's your last matchup here? Last matchup I got is the six oh three All Stars. Versus the Will Waves. Mm. Big matchup here. And why I'm so excited is 603, a team we know pretty well. Obviously, we've talked about them in the past, having played them mm-hmm. our last two years. And their roster, ever so changing. Um, I believe only keeping, adding two more players, just adding to their young core of Jeff Lopes, Adam Briggio, I believe. Yep. And then adding Dan Haverty and Mike Tui. Two of my favorite players just to watch from pitching aspect. And, I mean, just energy-wise, I mean, Tui's just... 
I think he's solidly like one of the better pitchers in wiffle ball. And um, I don't know if they're, I'm saying their names right either way. <laughs> uh, and then Dan Haverty, I'm just watching him in person too, just insane what he's what he's brought. And um, I think this team has a really good chance to repeat um, winning national championships as they as they've had in the past. Um, and so also Jeff Lopes, just an, the amount of arms they have is insane. Um, Rob Donahue, captain that, that they have. Yep. Donahue was at, he was at lone holdover. Yep. And he had a really great 2021 tournament mm-hmm. and just a, just a top one to five, just a really solid roster. I mean, a lot of the rosters we see one to four, one to five is insane, but this is just another one of those teams that you can see them if they wanted i wouldn't be surprised at all so yeah i mean especially this team is so crazy good um i i would guess some people have this team i would if, if you probably surveyed a lot of people most people would have 603 outside of their top three teams but i mean this could be a top three team it's hard for me not to have them outside of the top three just i mean oh there's so many good teams i mean it's hard you could put any team in the top three but just again one of those teams you can put in the top three they could finish top 10 who, who knows but yeah really good talent they face the uh, will waves um jacob davy steve keelan nate morris castelli um and cole lanny you know, they're just bringing experience, having gone to a lot of MAW tournaments and won NWLA national tournament. And Well, they've been to a lot of tournaments, but they've won one of the NWLA tournaments. Yeah. And they won in 2018. 2018, yes. Yeah. Just a team that's that's very veteran-like. And yeah. They don't have Austin Berger, or um, they are missing someone else, I Well, believe. they had Bryce Clark last year. Bryce Clark, yeah. Berger and Bryce Clark, they are missing, but... I feel like Keelan's going to pitch a lot, and it sounds like... Castelli's good, dude. Castelli's pitch, and it sounds like uh, Jacob Davey's been pitching cool this year, too. So, excited to see who they're going to go in that first game, and yeah. I think that'll be a good matchup to uh, to watch out for. And Yeah, of course, and, uh, you know, we have interest in that matchup, too, because that's the other side of our bracket, our, of our quad yes. of the bracket. So, we're, we'll be playing one of those two teams in the second round, so... Uh, both really good teams. Yeah. <laughs> um, so my final matchup is going to be uh, an OG MAW matchup, and that's featuring the OG Goon Squad Ooh, and yes. the Ridley Park Magic. Um, OG Goon Squad, captained by Fink, Simcox, Kish, Dougie Baker, Dylan Walsh. And so I'm really excited to see Baker and Fink pitch. Uh, they're both very good. Dougie Baker's really good. Baker's good. Um, you know, this is a team, uh, another kind of dark horse team that might upset a lot of tournaments, might be in a lot of games that some people think they shouldn't be. Um, so going to be excited to see that. And then you also have the Ridley Park Magic, and this is like, this is their A team, so to speak. And it has Teddy Dretcher, um, Sean Bingnier, Cam Ferro, Brennan Boas, and Zane Johnston. And, uh, you know, going to be interesting to see how much Teddy pitches. And then you got Cam Ferro. And then Boas and Bingnir, who are both, I really love watching both of those guys pitch. Zane Johnson, I think he's sneaky. I I really like his sinker. He's yeah, got a, yeah. I've always, I don't know. He pitched. He was pitching a few tournaments where I was watching. And cool. He's he's good. I, that is going to be a loud game. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. It certainly will be. Goon Squad brings a lot of energy, and yeah, and so so does any Red League team. So that's going to exactly. be a loud one early. Yep. No doubt about that. So. uh yeah, so that's going to do it. Um, we face Black Dog Country Club right off the bat. I'm yep. going to be excited for that. That's a huge, that's a, I mean, Static. it's not a huge matchup, but it's huge for us because that's a former champions there. Yeah. Just added to the list of just like great teams we get to play that. I just, it's just exciting to be able to have the chance to play teams like this. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Like this Team, is, yeah. 
I remember watching Brian DiNapoli play on this month in Wiffle Ball. So every time we get to play on somebody who has played on that, it's just surreal to me. So it's uh, that that's never really lost on me, and uh, I'm really excited. And, uh, and you look at all of our potential matchups in our bracket, and all seven teams we've never faced before. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, I like that aspect of it's it. It's exciting. Yeah. It's, it's what we want, and I'm glad we It's exactly not. what we want. I want to face the best, and I want to face people we've never faced before. Yeah. So. exactly what I want. So let us know what you think. Uh, we got another great podcast coming at you tomorrow. UWIF Week continues on. And, uh, yeah, we'll see you out there at York. Austin, thanks for joining me. Yeah, thank you, Trent. It's, it's crazy to think that next time we're talking on this podcast, we'll know who had won the tournament, and we'll be discussing that and breaking that down. So. Yeah, wild to think about. It's going to go fast, so let's just all enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, we'll see you out there, and thanks for listening. Thank you, everyone. See ya. Bye-bye. Thank you.